0: Shock.
1: <laughs> Three Texases? in Ontario,
0: yes. Really? Oh yeah.
1: It's Would it be Texi? M- yeah, multiple but, but, of Texas.
0: Mercator well, well, map thing distortion.
2: To, to be fair, both have issues with usable land. So, oh yeah, that's well. true. Hey, well, it doesn't yeah. matter.
0: Once we get Greenland, oh yeah, biggest
3: country ever! (laughs) How stupid (laughs) is
0: that? How stupid is that? Do you want me to answer that question? Has anybody has, has anybody read? Oh, okay. uh, the article on that, like why he's thinking of it or something, or
3: it's it's because he probably read something. I mean, it's not without precedent. The presidents in the past have actually tried to purchase. But <gasps> well, I think Greenland. Woodrow
0: Wilson.
2: Offered I know a uh, that's no, Truman. You know I know Truman. what it
0: is.
3: I know what it is.
0: That's his back-ass word acknowledgement of climate change, because when the Greenland glacier recedes, that's a lot of, uh, prime, lot of prime prime a lot of prime resources. Land. Crime land. Man. But it's like, did Denmark, does Denmark even want to sell it? Cause no. I, no. No, they don't. No, they made that official. Yeah, yeah, no, They, 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 didn't they, they officially <laughs> said, like, we're not for sale. We're it's very nice sale. that
3: you want to buy it, but uh, no. The, the
0: Greenlanders are like...
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> we like our health care. Yeah. Stay away. Yeah, really. Yeah,
2: cause Wouldn't it's, that suck? It's, yeah? a sov-
3: it's, like, what is it? it's like a sovereign, oh, oh, independently God. governed <laughs> territory of... Right, Denmark. So yeah, <laughs> I can't do a <laughs> Dutch accent, but they would be like,
2: "What is this?" etno? try try it anyway.
3: No Dutch. I have a oh, Dutch sorry. accent. Is it this
0: weird?
2: Vind <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not Dutch. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> think uh, think uh, Austin Towers no, d- and gold member. A Denmark accent. No, like Danish. I, no, sorry, Danish. Danish. Like what? What is? What is this? I love like, Danish. Uther. What is this?
0: <laughs> what is this? Uh, Although, Etna. His, uh, his 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 well, accent's kind of cheesy. His yeah. Danish accent's kind of cheesy. <laughs> he even I does a, he
3: does a terrible Canadian accent too. So I don't I know, know what I we know. were expecting. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> we need we need
0: uh, Matt Spaulding to come into town and teach him. Canadian oh no, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
1: more Canadian than me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah.
0: You're a Florida boy. Yeah.
2: Florida boy.
1: That explains a lot.
2: That does explain. That does explain a lot. That's kind of weird. But yes.
0: <laughs> what was it?
1: Um, oh, shit.
2: Florida just did
0: something that was actually shockingly enlightened. Fuck. Oh, yeah? What? I can't, I don't believe I, it. I
3: didn't hear anything about I, it. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> yeah. I have friends that live in Florida, and I don't believe it. <laughs> yeah. I
0: can't. Oh, shit. I, uh, of course, I don't have it ready. It, do, n- what
3: did they do, okay? What did they do?
0: Yeah, no. It was something that it was like. What did you do, That rake? was fucking Florida that did that? They passed um, the a
1: bill where they don't shut down little kids in their orange juice stands.
0: Uh,
1: no, okay, some, something like that uh, maybe. Um, you mean lemonade uh, stands? Or was it no, actually it was orange juice? No, it's it's orange juice because no, Florida. Oh, Jeff. Okay, okay, all right. <laughs> <Well>, orange juice. <laughs> they
3: do it's grow Florida. lemons in hey. Florida too, yes, okay. but it's more known you, you for know what? oranges. I know you're, I know
2: what you're thinking of K. Uh, Florida is the place where Plush Time Winds comes from. That's what you were thinking.
3: No, that's and definitely okay. not what he Cricket. was thinking. Oh, wait, wait. wait. Crickets, they, crickets.
2: They, built,
1: they built little tunnels so the gators can cross the interstates without getting run over.
2: You know,
0: you 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 guys are, uh, hmm, Florida man swings sword at jogger <laughs> in fight over trash. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah that sounds about right. No, uh,
0: that wasn't right.
2: Uh, Welcome, folks, to Geek Shock number 502. I am Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Son of Florida. Son of Florida, huh? My mom's from Florida. Oh, okay. Gainesville. Maple Leaf Matt, and we we're to talk weekend geek. Wait, I, I didn't. Wow, you. So we have two Floridians here. Like, like.
3: Listen, I was only
2: there oh, for. Wait. I was only
1: there for Christmas and By certain. Blood.
3: Certain holidays. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, did you Growing spend up. a significant amount of time in Florida, K, okay, or just your mom was from there? Oh yeah, my mom's from there. That's, that's it. That's the extent uh, of it. Okay. And it.
0: it's really funny. My brother was born and raised in New York. Uh, and he actually moved to Florida decades ago. Yeah, Matt, that's what he's like when he wants to go fucking out. Oh, listen, stop being a little bitch and stop letting him out. Okay, all right. India. Who who runs this house? I forgot.
2: It's a Kit cat, does. so kid Kit. does. It's oh, right. Kid is over here fronting. You
0: don't adopt cats; they adopt you. You know and what? I'm surprised he adopted you, know you and. I'm gonna Andy. stand my ground. Get me my gun.
2: <laughs> <clears> oh <throat> God. Uh, it's come to our attention, of course. We saw the comments that uh, some of you are, weren't able to get episode 500. Um, some of you are. Great. I'm glad you are enjoying. I'm gr- great hearing from Yeehaw! you. Uh, for those, for I don't know if it's your po- podcast aggregators. Uh, I, I know that we threw it up. Uh, I've got it pulled up on, on my phone here. Yeah, um, it's looking good. I like that. So what we did uh, to make it easier for those that can't find it, um, we have created a website. Uh, if you go to GeekShock500.com uh, it should uh, start playing the moment you go there. For those of you who download it, there'll be a download link and uh, and you'll be able to enjoy the episode. So, um, so let me know how that works for you. Um, I know we uh, did a lot of work to try to uh, mitigate this for some of you. I don't know it's horrible that 500 is the one that people can't get.
1: No porn, don't worry. Unless you come, my yeah. voice, ladies. Yeah. No, there it is.
2: What? <that>
3: <laughs> what? And and not ladies, lady. Kay's all offended because he thinks he's got the sexy voice. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> you got called out, Kay. What am I missing here? <laughs> Never mind. Oh, I see. I don't have the sexy voice? All right, no, fine. I'm saying that you're always trying to do the sexy voice when you go, oh, oh yeah. I'm tr- oh, that. Well, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You' gonna do the sexy voice, Jeff? Yeah, you know, you no. Be sitting? Oh, no,
1: sure.
3: Not my thing. Well, you know, do you? Not all do you of hear us can ride on the side. There ain't
1: sexy anywhere in there. What? Nope. No. All nasally, baby. Wow. <laughs> wow. wow. Damn. Wisconsin, Jeff. There we go. Wisconsin. <laughs> Wisconsin. The nasally Jeff. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the, I, I, well, okay. That's I, the Wisconsin I take accent. Back. I was
3: gonna say I've never been to Wisconsin. I'm like, oh, yeah. I do remember I went there once when I was a kid. Yeah. There you go. And it's stuck. Wisconsin. And,
1: so, yeah, if, and if actual 80s Jeff is still there. They, your parents came oh. back with Wisconsin Jeff. Damn. Well,
3: there's the goatee, so it's evil yes, Jeff. That's right. Mirror Universe Jeff. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Targo. No, no.
2: I'm just, I'm just reiterating if you're having trouble, geekshock500.com, and you should find the episode there. So, gentlemen, what geeky things you do this week?
3: Oh, man. I uh, binge watched. The Boys on Amazon Prime Video.
2: Binge watch. You mean like from one to... From one to, to eight.
3: I watched all eight episodes straight in a row. Wow. I am both proud and uh, ashamed of myself for doing so. I'm proud of Because that means you. I spent eight hours straight in front of the TV. <laughs> uh, There's worse ways to spend a day. That's true. It was my day off. I had already done yard work and pool work and... Household work, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it, it's my time now. Damn so. right. All right, pool work, huh? Yeah. All right, from this moment forward, uh huh, I'm gonna call you Pool Boy Jeff. I know, right? <clears throat> yeah. Well, it doesn't make it on the air much, but apparently, uh, I I suck at uh, maintaining a pool because oh. my new house has a pool and yes. uh, uh I can't get anything straight with that thing. I you know I can't keep the chlorine balance straight. Can't keep the pH balance straight. Hey. It just Hey,
0: have you heard my sexy voice? I can't do that. So, you know, (laughs) we all have
3: our cross to bear. This is not news, though, okay?
2: Uh, So basically you just pour
1: half the chlorine bottle in there, and then when you jump in, your hair turns white.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going
3: to do that. Pool
2: upkeep is no easy task. No, I'm
3: I'm definitely just going to hire somebody because with the amount I've been spending on chemicals a month anyway, it's just going to pay for somebody to come out weekly and do it. Yep, sure. So yeah, and, just,
2: and watch them like a hawk yeah. what they do, and then oh, say, yeah.
3: "Okay, now I got this." No, I'm just gonna <laughs> just gonna let it go on. Poor Guadalupe um, in his <laughs> pool pool. <laughs> but yeah, replace the filters and everything. Like start it over from scratch.
2: So you must have enjoyed the boys to yes. Oh my take god, it all in uh, one sitting.
3: Like every episode, I was like, there was there was just it was just so compelling. I'm trying to think. <laughs> how much I can say without giving it away for anybody that hasn't finished it yet because yeah, it's only eight hours long, eight, one hour episodes. I think actually a couple of them are like an hour and two or hour and five minutes, but, uh, yeah. Um, just, it has some great comedic moments. It has some, some great moments where you're just like, Oh shit. I've never seen that before. It's gory as fuck in, in a, in a few episodes. Oh yes. Um, socially relevant, In a lot of areas. Like they've they I I the the comics
2: from what, ten years ago, fifteen? That sounds about right. I'd say about what two thousand and four, two thousand five?
3: So they have updated it a bit to include social media and and other things that weren't around when it was written. Um so the fact that they work that into there and seamlessly work it in to the theme of the original comic, I, I find hilarious. Um <laughs> Even like the the whole commentary on sexual assault and you know the character that that.
4: uh It's uh,
3: it's pretty damn funny. Uh, yeah, I read just, some criticism of that. <clears throat> cause people were like,
0: "I don't like I don't like uh, being sympathetic to a rapist."
3: I didn't <laughs> find it sympathetic at all. I kind of found it as like him getting his comeuppance. Yeah, but you know. I mm-hmm. I know what he's talking about. Sure. I, I, it's hard to I, do this without spoilers. Yeah, the the character is he's been sp- he's been spoon fed his popularity, he, his privilege, bec- just because he has powers. And when he has a falling out with the corporation that sponsors him, and they I don't
2: call me for sure.
3: he you know he, okay, I that, don't feel like that's kind of spoilery. I was gonna say I don't feel like he well. I don't feel like he becomes sympathetic at that point. I just think it's it's kind of hilarious. I don't know how much you want to cut out of that.
2: Oh, I, I, I've already beeped it. Okay, but we'll
0: leave that part in.
3: But uh, thanks yeah. for adding
2: fifteen minutes to my work, Jeff. Yeah. yeah, that's what I do.
3: So yeah, I don't. Yeah, oh, I I don't feel personally that he became a sympathetic character. I just felt like it was like you know what. You've lived off your popularity all your life, and now this is what happens when you fuck over your your sponsor, essentially.
2: Yeah. So let that be a lesson As to opposed you. Do not to- fuck over your sponsor. <laughs> uh, Geek Shock is now sponsored by... No. We're not, sponsored by- <laughs> <laughs> not that many changes in the 500s, people. Yeah. Well, that and
0: you know the other message of the boys, which is don't fuck over your fans. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't want to upset the fans. No. The fans get upset.
2: Oh, yeah. Then, yeah, that's uh, a big takeaway from that show.
0: Then things, uh, things get bad. They uh-huh. do. You don't want fans upset.
1: No, 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 no. Don't no. do that. Are you saying there's a there's a butcher out there ready to spank us podcast guys? <coughs> Probably.
0: What?
2: What are you talk about? What, what? What, has, what? does that have to do with our alert. podcast? Spoiler yeah. alert. Spoiler <laughs> alert. What does that have to do with our podcast?
1: Yeah, really. What are you talking? Oh about? my god.
0: Okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow.
2: <laughs> Man, Matt's just. Matt, Matt is channeling I think
0: yeah he's uh, I'm sorry folks he, he, I didn't vacuum enough I think I did vacuum the table that we're working on but apparently I missed a few hairs and they've gotten up Matt's nose uh, he's already starting to get congested few? gotcha
2: and and uh, and even though he brought the funny in 500 it's, it's tapering <clears throat> yeah. it's
3: tapering yeah, yep. yeah it's, definitely this, on the decline
2: he's on his he's coming down he's coming down so what are the geeky things you do this week gentlemen Wow, <laughs> thinking deep, thinking deep. Didn't have a lot of time for Geeky Stuff this week. I did start uh, a book you guys talked about three episodes ago, uh, the one that I wasn't here. You did a red light, green light for Chuck Wendig's is it the Wanderers, I think it's called, if I remember right. Oh, yeah. The uh, the post-apocalyptic book that you guys horribly red-lit, I might add. Um, uh, see what happens when yeah, you're not when here. When I'm not here, yeah. Yep. But it's Chuck Wendig. I love his stuff. And so I'm only about 10% in, but it's so far a really good book. And so far not apocalyptic, but I'm sure we'll get there. Yeah. You know, my
0: problem with apocalyptic is my brain really goes to either... Fallout? No. uh, No, I I don't play video games. Right, but that kind of thing? To Mad Max. Sure. Or... Walking Dead. And, and kind of Fallouty, uh the comic version of Days of Future Past. Okay, yeah. And, and so that's where my brain is. So when people do apocalyptic that's not quite there, my brain, I'm just sort of, uh, you know. And, it, and I admit fully that that's my thing. It's not sure. like they fucked up doing apocalyptic.
2: But it's just, <clears throat> that's how rooted it is in my brain. I get it. I'm the same way when I hear zombie story. When I hear zombie story, I start to shut down. Even though, usually, if I start reading or watching said zombie thing, I'm like, oh, yeah, I like zombie stuff. Um, Yeah. Well, they're, they're, uh, they're, what, you know, by the way,
0: uh, uh, I fucked up and uh, never got, I never managed to see uh, Dead Stay Dead, uh, Jarmouche's. Oh, I didn't get to see it either. Yeah. So, that's been. Bit disappointing. Yeah. No, the
1: dead don't die. Is dead, don't die. Dead, yeah. don't die dead
0: don't die. Dead don't die. Dead don't die. A little, little art house
1: zombie action. It got horrible reviews. I know that. It,
0: Jarmusch, Jarmusch is not review friendly, or reviewers are not Jarmusch friendly. I was. That's a way.
3: I was just upset that it was in and out of the theater so fast. It's yeah. I really <laughs> wanted to go see it, and I was like.
2: You're lucky you with theaters at all. Yeah, oh, yeah, really. no, I was like yeah. I was
3: on the Galaxy app, getting ready to book tickets, and I'm like, wait a minute, it's not playing. Is it playing tomorrow? No. Yeah. Oh fuck. And so, what in fucking... Vegas
2: it would have only come to one theater. Yeah. Village Square, Village Square. where all the art house cinema happens in this town. <laughs> Goes to die. Yes.
3: Yeah. I think. And it's all the way on the other side of town. I think somebody
0: somebody mm-hmm. mentioned it. it was briefly at the four fifty dollar The the four dollar fifty cent theater. No, really? Well, they upped it yeah. 50 cents, huh? Oh, yeah.
3: I never saw it there because I saw uh, oh. the, the Tropicana Cinnamon. I never saw it there. but that's... It was
1: available at the Galaxy because I've was never it? seen it. A... Yeah.
3: No, no yeah. I know because I, I, I saw that it was there, and I'm like, okay, cool. Because my... Galaxy
2: is a classy fucking place. That's right. That's
3: but right. yeah, Sundays are like my one real day off, <clears> so <throat> I was going to go see it on a Sunday, and I popped in to buy the ticket, and it wasn't on there.
0: So September tenth is when uh, the disc will be released. So not far away. Not far couple away. Weeks. Yeah, couple weeks. Yeah,
2: just before Borderlands three. Jesus, look at this yeah. fucking cast. it right? it's, it's amazing. It's got Carol Kane, Why do people Why do people want to do Jarmouche films? I because mean, they they something. he gets great actors. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, it's it's already it's already yeah. yeah it is it is the the scripts the scripts are difficult for the audience because um everyone's an idiot well no they no, they actually well. it's kind of it's kind of realistic dialogue uh, but it's this let's say like tarantino might be hyper realistic dialogue i would literally i would say i don't know if todd you'll agree with me Jarmusch is kind of surrealistic Yeah, okay, I do dialogue, agree with you. You know, it's, 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 it's very realistically grounded, but at the same point, there's this level of... Like, I remember in um, uh, Dead Man, the Western with Johnny Depp, and he runs into a couple of... Ah, I forget who the other actor is, but he runs into a couple of... And it, it, it's the typical weirdo traveling group of people. Uh, that are kind of like nefarious. They, they might be cannibalistic or, you know, uh, rapist, cannibalistic uh, As they people. Will. And one of them is Iggy Pop, who is dressed in a, in a prairie dress with a bonnet. Yeah. And it is, and they're talking about, they're talking about, uh, I think they're talking about actually who gets to rape what and stuff <laughs> like that. And it's just the goddamnedest, weirdest fucking conversation and and the way that it's filmed, everything—it's just—it's just layers upon layers of weird. So
2: you don't get much in the way of absurdist cinema anymore, but that's probably the closest we see anymore. Maybe,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, <clears throat> the Coen Brothers when they're feeling it. Yeah. Um. So, but you know, actually, um, have they have they felt it lately? No. Because I remember people thinking, "Hail Caesar." was going to be that, and it wasn't. I, See, that's a weird thing. I actually really
3: enjoyed Hail Caesar. Well, I'm not
0: saying it was bad. I'm saying people thought it was going to be a yes. Cohen comedy, yes. and, and then they were not, like,
3: no, it's not. It was It was full-on commentary about the old studio system and just how much time and effort went into covering up Scandal and keeping the image of Hollywood squeaky clean. Right. So... It's something that I remember finding out about in film school, like with a lot of my instructors talking about, you know, the the glitz and glamour of Hollywood, and then the seedy underbelly of Hollywood that the studios spent lots of money to keep quiet. Well, they, and finally, seeing somebody approach that from a realistic standpoint mm-hmm. in a movie, I thought was pretty bold.
0: They um, they invest. I mean, back then, oh yeah, they literally took years to develop stars yes they they gave them everything they had dance lessons they learned how to ride a horse they learned how to shoot a gun they learned they learned everything and in, in addition to their voice lessons and and learning even learning how to do their own makeup and stuff create the glamour and all of that investment it, when when there when there was a problem yeah a fuck up they uh, how do you they didn't want to lose that
3: investment no. if it was at all possible at all <clears throat> well, that's why I mean, it's funny like we talk about how, you know, a movie is made for X amount of dollars and then they spend sometimes two or three times that for advertising and 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 press. But back in early Hollywood, they did that, but more not just for the advertising to keep other things quiet, but they would work it into the budget and of the a, film so that much it was money. Yeah, they would hide it in the film so that It took some more. You know, in the budget of the film, so that you didn't know that they were that's what they were spending it on but uh yeah it's 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 really fascinating i i think it is anyway yeah well it's it's funny from a tradecraft
0: perspective you know <clears throat> if you if you've got it if you've got a thing for like spy thrillers or c i
3: a thrillers sure there, there can be aspects. Of Hollywood. Oh shoot! Like, f- you know, we didn't even touch on it. forced plastic surgery. They used to mm-hmm, force right. actors to go get L.A. Confidential. Yep. Yep. And uh, yeah, that yeah, that was gonna say that's a perfect uh, example. What of a that. movie! Yeah. Yep. But yeah. Anyway. Anyway. I love history of Hollywood and all that. Stuff. Yeah. Well,
0: uh, once upon a time in. Yeah, Hollywood. that's
3: that's another reason I really enjoyed that yeah. film because yeah, it's a fictionalized version of a historical event you know cuz there's elements in there that are not real. Yeah. But they they did it with such reverence for the period. The period that it's it's just amazing. Yeah. Anyway.
2: Yeah. Anything else to do this week guys?
0: Uh played some D&D. So uh we are we were doing the West Marches uh Is this with the uh, monkeys? Uh yeah, Monkeys okay. and Scoops. Um uh Mike, DM Mike. Um, has got a uh, teaching position, so he can no longer spend the time to run. So people are kind of rotating through DMing, and uh, okay. um, <clears throat> Elena ran us today. She did took, grabbed a module from the Storm Giant King, Giant King Storm, Storm Giant King. Is it called that? Something like that. It's one <laughs> of the- Storm Giant original. King, King Giant Storm yeah. Storm? Yeah, and it's one of those- <laughs> Uh, and it's funny. Sounds so like I rolled up a a, a dragon uh, bloodline sorcerer, and uh, and uh, I ended up with a pet miniature bear. So that was cool.
3: Oh, that's fun. It sounds like a Japanese translation or English translation of a Japanese title. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <coughs> that <coughs> that's right. It
2: mean. does. Um, that's kind of off topic. Well, anybody in that group did, were they having problems with five hundred?
0: Uh, not that I, not that okay, you know, I oh, don't know. It's nobody weird. came down on me. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you know,
2: right.
0: although yeah. some of them, uh, uh, a a couple, <laughs> Mike listens to us, but I think, uh, I think Blake might listen to us as well. But if okay. most of the others, uh, actually they're ICS people. Okay, one I forget who it was actually made the comment. Well, you know, you just uh you want to work out your abs you just listen to ics because you're laughing so much they just let paul go off the rails and i was like (laughs) "Since (laughs) when yeah i was like really and this is it was it was kind of interesting so but uh but yeah so we had we had some fun that was cool um it's uh it's it's kind of weird um a week ago mm-hmm. i actually forgot to mention this on uh, on the podcast oh. uh <laughs> I, I had a dream oh. that i was fighting dwergar and while trying to run away from drow and um it 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 got really it got really dwergar
2: basically undead vikings right
0: no 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 D- um uh Spam, <clears throat>
1: spam,
3: no. spam, spam, spam,
0: spam, Dwargar <laughs> are, are uh, evil dwarves. They're like oh, okay. the drow of dwarves. Okay. So so you dreamt that you're running away from evil elves Fighting. And I was actually fighting. fighting. It, that was also weird, because a lot of my <laughs> dreams tend to be, it's really um, weird. Don't, don't open this. I
1: have don't, these. Don't go there. <laughs> don't
2: go there. Just. What? I, 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 what, I, <laughs> one, I need to know more about this dream. Two, I need to know why you don't want him to go there. Well, no, because most of my dreams are, and I'm. I just don't oh, know. I see. Uh, I, yeah. don't don't, no. I don't want to know. I don't want to
1: know that much about yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: they're they're like it's it's weirdly unurgent fleeing. Like I'll I used to have zombie dreams where oh. where the uh, the. So not the Ro- Jesus Christ no, no, run away! No. the the, the, James the James shuffling James. Romero zombies okay. would be would be like coming and I'd like be with my mom in a cafeteria and she's eating and I'm like, Ma, we gotta go. The zombies are coming. You can see them right now and she'd be all like, All right, I'm almost done eating and I'm like, We gotta go, mom. And she's like, Okay and they're they're actually getting past the turnstiles and I'm like, Ma, we gotta go. and she's like, Okay and she gets up and she starts walking and I start walking and there's no there's no panic. It's not like oh shit we you know it's just like okay time to go mm-hmm. now. Obviously and that's that's time. Yeah, it, it and it's really really bizarre. That is bizarre. <clears throat> so it, it's usually it's usually just getting away, but this one I was I was beating the tar out of those dwargar. So wow, that was kind of fun. It was bizarre. With your bare hands or nah, you know the usual axe, oh, okay. sword, you know, you well, know. So you hit it with your axe. That's, that's better than the right. last stream I had. Hmm. Don't go there. Don't <laughs> no. go there. No, I won't. Don't go there. I won't. You were hitting moose with beaver tail, weren't no, you? No, I <laughs> wasn't, actually.
1: But it wasn't far off. <laughs> 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 it's nature oriented, yes. Uh, it's the Canadian in me, but. Uh, oh, <laughs> I just There's, remember. There was a Canadian <coughs> in <Indian? coughs> you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sexy. What is <laughs> 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 uh, this?
3: You guys, how's it going, you eh? Guys. What, you like a
0: little Canadian in you? Uh, <laughs> it's a jelly. <laughs> Gross. Um, he, he was on the verge of telling when, uh, <laughs> well, you you, you, you said, I, I you honestly don't think he was. Yeah, you all right? Wow, everybody's dying. Yeah, Kit. thanks. Kit. I don't
3: know.
1: Thanks, Kit. Kit.
0: What the hell are you doing, Kit? You son <laughs> of a bitch! <laughs> no, it's when uh, when shit blooms uh, in Vegas Henderson. No. This okay. this area of Henderson, Whitney Ranch alone. I remember when it used to be real bad, and we'd get all that pine dust or mm, mesquite yeah. in the air. Where literally, you could you had yellow clouds oh, swirling yes. and blowing. Oh yeah, looking like a cheap, uh, you know, uh, cowboy TV set. At Todd's place,
3: like my truck used to always be yeah. covered in yeah. yellow dust. Yeah. That greenish so. yellow, and and not like a little bit, like coated. Yeah, like it was thick. When you, you drive off, it, it blows off. Yeah, and it's yeah like, you turn on you your can't see for a minute, your wipers,
0: and they're like, and
3: they're just throwing yep. off buckets. And yep,
0: yeah. <laughs> so. That's Why
3: it's nice to have a garage now.
0: Yeah. But I was—it was funny. I was—I was just like looking forward to playing because we hadn't played in a week or two. And actually, I was working at Turo, real long ass fucking day. They've—they've they've increased their class sizes, oh. so, so now we're doing like ten hour days with oh, an wow. hour lunch.
3: Now, is it longer days more financially beneficial? Oh yeah, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, no, no, I was no. Gonna no. Say, we're paid by doing... the hour. Okay, it's worth say... it because I've known places <clears throat> that do that shit yeah, where it's no, like suddenly not. like. So we're gonna increase you to ten hour days yeah, now, no, 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 but no, no. the pay is gonna stay the same. Yeah, fuck it, you. It is it is
0: contractor, so you okay, know, no, overtime good. and shit like that. But nevertheless, nevertheless, it is paid. Well, that's good. So and I'm sitting there, and and today uh, had uh, they call it Bell's palsy. It's a little damage to the nerve that makes makes the side of your face droop. Uh huh. And so I'm talking to the students and they're asking me questions mm. and all I'm thinking about is my sorcerer and getting in there and <laughs> blowing away goblins and there were a couple times when I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, you know. and it's just like I had to come back and talk to the kids again. It, I, it was funny, it was very funny. But, <clears throat> oh my, do you want my inhaler? Man, goodness.
3: I forgot mine.
0: Yeah. That's Anything else good. gentlemen? You want to suck on mine? No. You, no. That's, that's all Gross. for
1: Jeff over there. That's all for Jeff? It's all for
3: Jeff over there. You offered him at first, so. Uh, but you're directly across from him. Oh, wait, go. I forgot. Never mind. Oh, yes.
0: We're all not like you, Jeff.
3: Wow. <laughs> all, for, all for Jeff. Wow. Yeah. wow. Yeah. Actually, I was going to. Oh, he I doesn't was, like I was Hello, doing Jeff. a callback.
2: Yes, right, thank you. I see. That's right. why he forgot his inhaler because he just doesn't <laughs> like that kind of thing anymore. Okay. I remember that Janet Jackson song.
4: All for Jeff,
3: all for Jeff, yeah.
2: Okay. There was <laughs> a the there was
0: this funny thing I shared on Keep Facebook. It going, man. <clears throat> yeah, 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 that's working for you. Yeah, oh. Maintain least,
3: your lane, Todd. Maintain at least I thought it was funny.
0: <laughs> um, somebody somebody put up. Uh, what the fuck? Did I Taylor Swift do? has 500 songs about boyfriends leaving her. And zero songs about blowjobs. I just wanted to state that. And I, I shared it on my feed, and I was disappointed that, you know, there's only a handful of women who actually thought it was funny. And it's the usual suspects, you know, Mandy, Jamie, Erica. Well, you Matt's know, not going to like the, it. The ones, the ones who uh, have a sense of humor, but... <clears throat> I'm about to super kick you in the face. <laughs> that is funny how that bugs him, <laughs> man. That is funny.
1: Anything else, guys? I'm trying Could to remember what the hell I did this week. I didn't do anything. You really. don't ever do anything. No, I know. You didn't I'm even boring. paint
0: shit no, I didn't. Or, Um, how did 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 anybody buy that uh, war? Warhammer, uh... Warhammer, 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 uh, Warhammer. It's still a Humble the, Bumble? It's still Humble Humble the, up there. Bumble? Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle? Bumble. Humble Bumble. Yeah. Yeah, I Humble, did not buy
2: it, no. The Humble Bundle this week has uh, the Warhammer RPG. It's for super oh, um, cheap. Yeah. Uh, Vertide or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, Vermintide? No, no, no. Not, no, no, not no. the game. The tabletop. Not the video game. The tabletop. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is it Dark paper.
0: Heresy? Maybe. Or... I, f- I forget.
2: Sounds like it could be. I forget which one it is exactly, but yeah. But uh, chances are I will be buying it when I edit this and there's show tomorrow.
0: A, there is a metric shit ton. I mean, it's a digital. And what they do is they they make it pay what you want, but they give you a, a tier. Usually. Usually. I, I don't yeah, they know. do in this one as well. All right. And uh, you have tiers where you can get more PDFs, and it all goes to... It's Doctors Without Borders. Yeah. Which... You gotta appreciate the fucking irony of Warhammer. Anything <laughs> yeah. donating to Doctors Without Borders. It's fine point. Yeah, but that's, uh, that's funny, actually. Yeah, it is. It I is. Like it's that. it's great. So, it is great. I so like basically, it. you so get blunt.
2: all the books. If you, if you, I think, if you give like the maximum, if you not the maximum, you can give whatever you want. Yeah. But if you exceed twenty dollars, you twenty twenty five. Yeah. You get all the books. Lots. Yeah. Lots. It's but, a shit and time. game master screens and everything. Mm-hmm. Else. And again, it's all digital. Yeah. So you got to print it out mm-hmm. yourself if you want that screen. Mm. Dude, it's
0: it's it's worth it. It's worth it. You these these are PDFs of the books. They they're 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 everything, but they're digital. And you, it, he's it's like they do these things rarely, right? Because I mean, literally. They're like Us- hundreds of dollars to a $1,000 worth of product. Yeah,
2: usually Humble Bundle, If when they're doing books, they do how to program things, maker stuff. And
0: occasionally they do RPG stuff, and a lot of the RPG stuff I have, I got off of Humble Bum Bum. Jesus Christ, I haven't even <laughs> been <Humble> drinking. <laughs> it's my favorite right now. I love
2: Humble this. Bundle. Humble Bumble. Humble Bundle. Humble Bumble. <laughs> I love that, I love that bubble bar. gum.
0: Man. So...
1: But yeah, it's... Uh, I'm just thinking I could take that $20 and buy some more
2: models. Well, the, you can pay a dollar to get the core rulebook, uh, Dark Heresy, Edge of Darkness, which is a source of core, uh, Tattered Fates, Purge the Unclean, these are all modules, so you get, for a dollar, you get the core game plus three modules.
0: Yeah. I mean, we'll call you out for being a cheap
2: asshole, sure. but... <laughs> Uh, you yeah. pay eight dollars, you get six more books. You pay fifteen dollars, you get eight more books on top of that, and then uh if you Oh, fifteen you get eight more on top of that. Eighteen you get like another ten. So eighteen is the top tier. For eighteen. For all the things. Matt, the top tier, what is that? High Lord of Terra? Is that the I don't think they name it, but they should. Damn it, they, they should. They absolutely should. Yeah. <laughs> the, the dollar would be like Servitor yeah. or something. I don't yeah. Think they do and plus, name. you got time. For those listening out there who might be interested in this, there's eight more days as of this recording. So you got time. Now, I might also bring your attention to another website called Bundle of Holding. If you're oh not, yeah, yeah. If you're not familiar with that, they're always <laughs> releasing digital role playing <laughs> games. Usually two or three at a time, with all sorts of stuff falling behind. So, if you want to check out a new RPG, just check out Bundle of Holding at any given time. You've probably got two to three. Paranoia was on there not that long. Ago. Yeah, yeah. I do. I got. I've
0: gotten a lot of stuff off of that. I have got an RPG library in my laptop. It is probably larger than my physical library because of humble.
3: Yeah, absolutely. H- humble
0: bundle because of the goddamn bundles and the fucking humble cabinets. Bundle. Yeah, that jeez. <laughs> humble bundle. Dark heresy. <laughs> Dark heresy core <laughs> <Dark Heresy, laughs> rulebook. Dark heresy edge of darkness. Edge of darkness. That sounds it sounds Warhammer. That sounds sexy. Sexy Warhammer. Yeah, that's right, Jeff. Sister you know, Sorotis. You
2: know, sexy and Warhammer really don't go together, really in any way. Like like I don't in know. real life or in story. <laughs> it's just not sexy.
0: I don't know. There's a couple Farseers out there that uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty damn hot. Those are I the old Yeah, <laughs> right. Come on, what's more sexy than Book of Judgment? And hold judgment? on, let,
1: let's see. There's there's some Nurgle. No. No. that's no. 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 Nurgle.
2: Uh, well, you know Actually, what? you know what? Maybe it's your thing. Who no, knows? No, you know what it Maybe will be? Maybe you're
1: into it. Slay Nesh.
2: I, I see where you're coming from because Slay Nesh is the, yes. the god of pleasure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And some of those are deadly beautiful. Yes, they are. Oh, yeah. Usually with lots deadly. of spikes and things. beautiful. So if you're really into like <laughs> Clive Barker, S&M kind of stuff, yeah, Slay might be your bag. Yeah.
1: Spankity spank. Like Cinnabite level.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's a way of putting it. Yeah. There you go. If you, you're turned on by Cenobites, yeah. Jake, then <laughs> <laughs> that's just your thing. <laughs> <laughs> anything else, Sheldon? Can't think of anything off I, the top
1: uh, of my head. I, uh, well, what about the bottom of your head?
0: Yeah, really. Did I,
1: I have a beard. Did I so. do anything else? I
0: didn't watch anything on Netflix.
3: Well, I, I watched The Boys. finished watched The finished Boys,
0: it. yeah. I will say I'm
3: very happy that uh, Amazon finally opened up Chromecast on their uh, on their service so that uh, you don't have to watch on your phone or your tablet if you don't have a, a streaming device because Amazon has wow. a very limited amount of devices that are streaming capable if you want to watch it on your big screen TV. It usually has to have the name Fire on it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so Oh, Roku, uh, Roku does it too. Well, yeah, but that's like I said, that's one of very few yeah. streaming devices that that's have it. So the fact that they reached a agreement with Google and opened it up to Chromecasting, it made it so easy to watch.
2: That is pretty well cuz even Cox will allow you to watch Amazon yeah. Prime.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I uh, but the user interfaces all suck.
2: Yes. Just, Amazon Prime. Yeah. Don't, you know, it, yeah. It,
0: it, and and even even like my YouTube, I will actually put YouTube on through my Xbox because I like the UI there better, which is <laughs> just the, the wrongest sentence that can be uttered. <laughs> is <it> the mo- <laughs> the mobile version is.
1: It- so you you're watching your video then it has all uh, what you might like other videos exactly. like it. And so like, I just want to get to the comments. You, you, like, you,
0: going to the comments or or looking for okay this playlist. I yep. want the, I want the next video in this series. And on your phone you have to fucking search. It's not like, you know, part 2 of this video is right here. No, it's not. And it's just <laughs> it's irritating as hell. Although uh, for some, I could
3: show you some shortcuts if it really is that frustrating for you. I've never had an issue with it, but that's just me. (laughs) This guy, this guy, yeah. Oh, this 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 magical Jeff interface. (laughs) No, I just understand the technology. So
1: magical Jeff interface.
3: Jeff interface. No, it's got to be magical, magical Jeff interface. Isn't this magical?
2: Just be quiet and, and, and let me enjoy this. <laughs> oh, that, is, that does remind me of one other thing I did this week. I, I downloaded on PlayStation 4 the Talisman Board Game Digital Edition. <gasps> you mentioned that that was out there. You pulled the trigger, eh? Ages ago, they did kind of a pre-release, and it was kind of bare bones. Uh, apparently, a while ago, they finished it, and it's all out there. It's I It was on sale for a very short time, and so I picked it up during that, and I fired it up. It's Talisman, the board game is a can be a very long board game to play. Oh, we played long ones. Oh yes. So the object is to get to the center of the board where the <laughs> crown is before everybody else, and you hit each other and hit monsters yep. that you find, and so it's very adversarial. Right up Todd's alley. Yeah. They made a 40k yep. edition of it, if that says anything. <laughs> wow well this then you got me right now (laughs) they've also released a bunch of expansions for Talisman so you can expand the game even further And, and many I think there's four or possibly even five expansions for the game the digital edition has all the expansions as well Ooh. So in every expansion, has more characters to choose from, uh, more decks to pull from, and added rules, of course, because that's what expansions do. Mm. So it makes the game absolutely mega monstrous. Yeah. And more expansions will make it longer, generally. Um, it certainly has in my case. Yeah, I think I played one game over the course of three nights. <laughs>
0: Are you playing the... I'm playing against AI. You AI. can play
2: against live people, but I... My schedule is never anything that can be nailed down. So well, playing with live people on well, a long game especially is just yeah, not really. Well, happen.
3: that and your past history with trying to play online with people that you don't know has been less than stellar. Yeah. Well,
2: <laughs> hasn't it been that way for all of us? Well, yeah, that's true. But it's a perfect representation of Talisman. So if you want to buy it at its full price, it's like 24 bucks. And so that includes all the expansions. Wow. So if you ever wanted to try it out, or in my case, where I have Talisman, but I haven't... We haven't broken it out in a while. Yeah, and mostly because I think the main game only has four players. I think it tops a four. Oh, yeah. So that, that, that will kill a lot of game nights.
0: See, that's the problem when couples join your gaming group, because then it kills the fucking yeah. game-limited number of players. But I think the thing. expansions
2: ex- what the hell, do... Expand that number of people that can play. That's cool. Now, one expansion I like on it is the Death expansion, which adds the entity of Death to the board. Mm-hmm. That if when you roll, I forget, like if you roll doubles or something like that, uh, mm-hmm. then you get to move Death in one direction. And if it lands on somebody, they have to fight Death, and that's oh. just just mean and awful to do Jeez, to somebody.
0: I can't imagine Todd liking a mechanic like that. it's.
2: it's It just—it just. That's the other thing that makes those games. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Makes those games so fucking long is adversarial mechanics.
2: This is true because if you die, you have to start over with a new character from scratch. Yeah. And and everyone else, if they haven't died, they're super
0: powerful. And everybody plays the the Munchkin strategy, which is you wait till they're getting on that final track, and then Uh you just unleash all your fuck you.
1: Or you can play Pit and hold one of each resource <laughs> card and not trade anything. Just sit around looking, laughing. Fucking
2: bastard. It's my, it's, it is my best moment in the <laughs> game history.
0: Yes. Yeah, you remember that, Todd. You've had your best moment. It is past you. It's downhill. There you. it is. That was it. Enjoy you it. You peaked that Pit game right there.
2: I don't know how I
0: could
1: ever
2: beat it. So, yeah, I'll agree with that statement. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you want to fuck a game of Pit? Make sure... What were we playing with? Six people? We were playing with a lie, yeah. Okay, six people, and you hold one of every card. Plus one of the wild ones. Plus one of the wild ones, and act like you're trading, but don't trade as everyone tries to find the one thing that's in your hand to complete their hands. It's glorious. Glorious.
1: (laughs) I just remember a lot of activity, people screaming, screaming, and then it's dying down, and then we all look at you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember that vividly.
0: Oh, it was killing me. And I was—I could not complete it, and I was just like, "What the
2: fuck is going
0: on?" And my my
2: wife went to Savers a couple of weeks ago, and she says, "I found this game, so I bought it because it's a game, and it was Pit, and I
3: laughed <laughs> really hard." <laughs> so well, I, add it to the
0: collection, and now we know. <laughs> now now uh, the marriage is doomed. <laughs> Yeah. First time Todd plays that with her, you are fucked, my friend,
2: <laughs> sweetheart. We're gonna start easy on our, our board game uh, uh, education here. Uh, the first game we're gonna play is uh, Diplomacy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the
3: first rule is to never play against your significant other. Isn't that the
2: different? first rule? Is not to play Diplomacy.
3: Okay. Yeah. Ever with okay. anyone. Yeah. Fair enough.
2: That that is the game that ruins everything for everyone. Ah. lives, marriages, friendships, pet ownership, all of it (laughs) goes out the window. (laughs) News you don't give a shit about.
3: What? Uh,
1: Yes. uh, Beautiful. I give a shit. No, I don't.
3: Loot Crate is officially going under.
1: I don't give a shit. Saw that.
3: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wait, weren't you a Marvel Loot Crate subscriber? I was not.
1: I was not. Okay, so that was a Marvel Collector Core. Yeah, he okay. Was, that's not loot crate,
3: okay, <laughs> All right. Jeff. He's right. Yeah, Loot failing Jeff.
2: I never because got of loot. guys
3: like Matt. I never got a loot crate, so I. <laughs>
2: it's your fault too, then, Jeff.
3: Okay. Oh man, yeah,
1: you should have just signed up and forgot about it, like you did CBS All Access.
3: <laughs> yes, my two months of CBS All Access fucked it for the that's rest. Right. of right. The rest of the world. <laughs> Uh, Matt, six months. You're Uh the reason
1: we got Zindi and not Klingons. You son of a bitch. (laughs) Reptilian Zindi. That was Enterprise. It was also Discovery.
2: Loot Crate, uh, the company, which has been curating genre-themed boxes of collectibles and swag since 2012 and still has around 250,000 subscribers, has just announced that it is filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Loot Crate has been laying off workers and plans to sell its assets to the highest bidder within the next 45 days. It also promises to fulfill all pending orders during that time period. But that might be an issue when it still has $20 million in outstanding orders to go. Ugh. Uh, Loot Crate CEO, Chris Davis, said in a press release, quote, after careful review of wide range of available options, management determined that the sale of the company is in the best interest of all parties, including our valued looters, that's the customers, and employees, unquote. Wow, they don't call them craters? Looter. Either one's not great. In the meantime, Loot Crate and its remaining 60 full-time employees will stay afloat with a $10 million bankruptcy loan from Money Chest LLC, one of its investors. Now, this isn't the first time the company has run into financial problems, having defaulted on a $21 million loan just two years ago. Jeez. Loot Crate may have grown into a behemoth too fast. <laughs> Started out with just one geeky subscription box where themed The theme changed every month, uh, but it soon started adding more loot, uh, such as box upgrades, limited edition themes like Ghostbusters and Star Trek, and eventually, in addition to its regular box, separate subscriptions for gamers, comic enthusiasts, and just about everything else in pop culture. More looters still come from the realm of geekdom. There have been loot crate booths and exclusives at San Diego Comic-Con, New York Comic-Con, and numerous other cons for years now. Even Robert Downey Jr., invested in this company oh dear quote this transaction represents good news for our employees the ones that weren't laid off i assume yeah. our customers and our other constituents said davis it will provide Luke crate with greater access to financial resources necessary to continue to prosper and grow by utilizing the chapter 11 process we are able to ensure an expedited and orderly transition so not dead just for sale I'll hey. bet it
3: doesn't affect the executive compensation packages at all, though. no, nope, of course not. it doesn't., no, no
1: come on Jeff. Is this some kind of Star Trek? Yeah, no, right? <laughs>
2: Golden parachutes.
1: I remember reading an article a number of years ago. I think it was in Wired that it was in it was talking about top forty growing companies. That was like number five or six or something really. That yeah, yeah, it was Gro- growing just damn too fast, I guess like 800% or something ridiculous. It yeah. was... That's when it first said. started, like yeah. the
3: first couple of years, it was like... The, they were like doubling their subscription uh, numbers like every couple of months. So, I mean,
2: it grew really fast, but... I know it was super popular. You'd, yeah. you'd hear about it every now and then. Look, I got box openings. My God. Yeah. And every, YouTube, people yeah, watch them. Every uh, Maybe that's YouTube the and podcast. Maybe that's the problem. People are watching box openings instead of subscribing. Why... Mm. I don't want to keep the stuff. I just want to see what's in the box. Uh, that's,
0: what's in you the know, box? Yeah, that's true. I never, I I mean, I never had the money. So so. Well, so I, the uh, quality of loot is probably in question. Uh, I, I've seen a few things, and it was sort of like, I saw, I did watch a box opening, and I was rather
3: unimpressed. I Yeah, I, I had some friends. Uh, here's your pins. Uh, and a t-shirt. Were subscribers, and they were always showing me the stuff they got, and I was just kind of, Meh. yeah, never made it never made me, never made me want to go out and and spend the money to get the subscription for Collector
0: it. Collector core did.
3: In fact, a lot of times they were given away like stuff that they didn't want.
0: I it, I've got plenty of things that got the loot crate label. On. I got <laughs> two or yeah. three
3: Star Trek and Back to the Future sure, items sure. that you know wound up on my shelf. But that's about the extent of my but interaction. You know, Marvel with loot
0: crate. would have worked for me because it it oh, a Marvel T shirt. And, yeah, And it comes yeah. with a Funko, too. Yeah, so you Funko? get the t-shirt and there the Funko. Go. There you go. They might as well call it Kirsten Crate. <laughs>
1: Sometimes there'd be a ball cap in there, too. Mm-hmm. That's
2: right. If you're lucky. Well. Yeah. News you don't give a shit about. What? The yeah. post-apocalyptic drama The Walking Dead veered too close to a real emergency, according to the Federal Communications Commission. Oh, yeah. I heard about this. Oh. The show earned this? AMC an 104 thousand dollar fine from the FCC for using the emergency alert system tone twice during the episode Omega, uh, which aired back in February. It is forbidden to use these specific tones outside of an actual emergency or a mandated test run. While the FCC is generally limited when it comes to enforcing content on cable, this is one instance where their oversight is absolute. Quote, These rules aim to protect the integrity of the alert system by helping to avoid confusion when the tones are used. Alert fatigue among listeners and false activation is of the EAS by the operative data elements contained in the alert. Boy, that sentence just (laughs) fell apart, FCC. Well, they
0: are the communication commission.
2: (laughs) I read the statement from the FCC. (laughs) Uh, Walking Dead hasn't been singled out though. ABC's Jimmy Kimmel Live. I was just gonna uh, say, yeah, I saw that one too. Lone Star Law and a couple of Los Angeles-based radio stations all racked up their own fines for similar Why, infractions. Guys,
0: it's so easy to fake. I would never, I would never write it in there. I mean, it would be compelling, sure, but yeah, I'd, I'd worry about fatigue. It's not like your show is going to be the only one to do it, and. Uh, you know. Sure. I myself would not panic if I'm watching a show and the alert comes up.
2: Because you get that monthly test. Yeah.
0: Sure. And also because I I I'm smart enough to sit there and go, <laughs> Oh, it's the TV show. That's kind of cool. But uh She's the Weather uh, Network one. Well then I, you why so can't that one's you just, make that one's just as a good. sequence of tones that are very close but not right on it? Yeah. You could do that. It's not like yeah. it's yeah. What, what Jeff Jeff, no, go I'm, ahead, f- fuck it up. No, fuck I fuck it up. Back in film school,
1: Don't we learned that you me. can yeah. do this tone yeah. or that right. tone. Yeah. Or Actually, tone.
3: what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, is, you were. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, I wondered if anybody else has this <laughs> problem. Like every time the alert- emergency alert test goes off, it fucks up my DVR. Like I literally can't use it at all. I have to unplug it and restart it. Oh wow! It like it locks into that loop and it won't let you. Like after the test is over. It won't let you do anything. Oh, okay, wow. so you
0: wonder it, it. could could that be a deliberate
3: function? I like don't know. Well, fuck I
0: fuck, you're having fun. There's an emergency.
3: Well, I know that that's part of with the D with you know depending on the different cable systems, it does force you to watch it regardless of like you're watching something on your DVR if you're watching live TV. My issue is that after the alert test is over, it's supposed to return right. it to normal function. Right. It doesn't return a normal right. function. It literally locks mm-hmm. up. Um. You can't change channels. You can't turn it off. You can't do anything. Like it, it every time it does this. I don't. it's without fail. Like sometimes I've come home from work, and it says the EAS on the display of the DVR. And you're but like, nothing's oh, going oh, on, and God I have to unplug it me. and restart it because I can't do That's anything with it.
0: I had, a, th- th- this is funny, but I recorded a show. I think I duped a show. Um... <laughs> And the, the quality of the show was so bad that uh, there was this one section that got really kind of fuzzy and got kind of And I don't know what the hell was in it, but on that section of the tape, every single time I played it, it would kill my VCR. Huh. My VCR would go and it would turn off. What? It would wipe everything presets, channel tuning, the works. It would full-on reset. It would just kill it. Yeah, it was very, very weird. And it, you know... What was the tape of... It was it was just something off of cable. I recorded something off so, of cable. Oh
1: yeah, a weak signal and it's yeah same quality. Yeah. yeah, and
0: it just it it would, and it, sometimes it, it'd be funny because I'd be running through it and I'd be like fuck 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 remote 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 hit fast ah shit. So you could fast forward that moment? I could fast forward through it, yeah, because I guess it was like in the audio. Because huh. So long as it was fast forwarding. I, I was okay or you know if I, if I if wow. if I stopped the play and and did full f- you know forward cuz I could I could queue forward through it. You I have might. never but heard yeah. it's like. You might have discovered a weapon. I don't know dude it was weird but it just I mean it a it, weapon against people who still use VCRs. <laughs> yeah really. <laughs> no back in the day I'm saying. Yeah. Retirees I'm saying back in the
1: day. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying now. I'm saying back in the day when and when that was you know top of
0: the line tech. <laughs> Martha
3: I can't get the DVD. Yeah. DVD, did the thing to work. Yep, yeah.
0: <laughs> totally kill it. Erase says, it and everything. Turn it says on. The old man uses DVR. Channel one. <laughs> That's just you not, not much oh. longer. any recording presets gone. The the timer. Hey, um, okay, you got you got a wristwatch. Yes. Um, do uh do do you still have to set it? manually do you have to like move the hands and everything mm-hmm. okay all right i was curious because you know those games say something without revealing your age that you know ah. younger people wouldn't understand and i was thinking of the phrase synchronize your watches ah, yeah. ah. but but wrist watches are actually making a comeback i thought maybe if they had the chip or whatever that communicates with the universal clock that are cable and phones and Cause you don't really have to do that anymore. Sure. You don't have to sit there five, four,
3: three, two,
0: and get it running.
3: And yeah, my it's, dad had the radio that would give you the uh, like yeah, yeah, the yeah. sound of the tone. Exactly. The time will be, and then blah, always, blah, 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 coordinated universal time. <laughs> I always to used down. to
0: be like, "Why do they do that? That's so stupid." Yeah. My dad had to explain to me, "This is how you set your watch." L- yeah, or I was gonna say,
3: clock. yeah, a lot of military, a lot of pilots use that. My yeah. dad would yeah. would check the set. You know the, the accuracy of his watch, uh, at least once. Greenwich yeah, local time. Blah, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's really funny though. But I, I was thinking, but they're they're wearing them. They're, those, yeah. those those fucking In fact, crazy are, kids.
3: There are new wristwatches now that automatically adjust for daylight savings time. Like now, you see, don't actually have to physically. I, I would pull figure, the pin out and turn it.
0: Yeah, I would figure. That's what I was thinking. Is like you you put on your watch, or maybe you, it comes in the box, fucking running already, and it's already synced on universal time. Because I would assume they can do that. I would assume you could actually put a little There's chip be in there, and does. then it just has the the right motors to make it go. But whatever. I was just curious. So that that that's shit. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Matt.
2: Well, that could only that wasn't us-
0: my fault, was it? Was it my fault? Well, you you you're wearing a wish Rich. But... Oh, oh Wow, <laughs> a witch, a
1: witch watch, a witch ah. a wit, a a watch. Is, is,
2: is he wearing a bumble bumble? Oh my god, <laughs> it's a witch watch.
0: I can't talk for shit. I really do have <laughs> face time is twelve. <laughs> Maybe it is a, a stroke. <laughs> Burba herb alert! Geek. Yay,
3: we can geek. Whatever. Stroke, stroke. Uh-huh. He said he was having a stroke. Absolutely. <laughs> What the hell was that? (laughs) As opposed to having a stroke, mate. Hey, hey, having a stroke. Hey, know what I mean? Hey, know what I mean? Hey,
2: that that reminds me.
3: Uh (laughs) (laughs) If I said something that triggered a memory, you better be careful.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This, the first album I ever got was K-Tel's Dimensions. Uh, K-Tel for the kiddies was a is like. That now, now that's what I call music 17. That's what KTEL was in the 70s and 80s just a collection of hits, not necessarily one number one hits, just top 30. And so, this compilation would come out like every other month, yep, and it would have them like Superstar, yep, or Stellar, or dimensions. You had to watch out, though, because occasionally they would.
3: it would be a different artist recording the song, so you get it going, oh, hey, this is one I heard on the radio. Why doesn't this sound right? Uh,
2: but in this case, it was all original. and it, yeah. I got it because uh, very young. And you were up, you were so up my, late at night and my my you favorite saw the infomercial. Songs, my, some, <laughs> <you're>, <laughs> you know what? It probably <laughs> yeah, has to do it. I know, it, right? So. I miss those. Uh, but it had on it uh, Queen of Hearts by Juice Newton. Nice. And had uh, Elvira by the Oak Ridge Boys. And of course,
1: uh, every every kid under 10
2: loves that. Elvira is... My dad loved that song when it came out. He would sing it all the time. For Elvira. And I didn't know anything else on the album. We were at a Target the cassette section there's dimensions that has the song cassette mom, yeah mom it has the song that I like on it let's get it and I convinced my mom to get it my first cassette that I ever owned and so we're playing it on the way home and it's like it's like mom isn't this great and then Billy Squires The Stroke comes on oh no <laughs> <laughs> and she's like I don't like this song very much at all. I think we're just going to turn this off for right now. Let me. Uh, we're, um, I tell you what, you're going to get this uh, cassette back after I listen to the rest of it.
3: Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no.
2: Thankfully, the stroke was the only offending matter, and she didn't think I was old enough to really understand what it might be. Sure, Billy Squire, it's about the stock market. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> But your
3: mom was so weird back in the day with like what she did and didn't find offensive. Sure. Just uh, like it just like weird things all of a sudden or some things that you're like, oh that's obvious she's not gonna like that.
2: When my brother came to visit, uh-huh. uh, he would bring cassettes and she would say, You are not allowed to play this around Todd. No oh, Yeah. All. Yeah. Uh, like he'd be like A C D C or something like that. You know, not funny. Yeah, not even like really hardcore devil stuff, just A C D C. Now, but, mind
3: you, this is the same woman that the first time I came to Vegas said, "Hey, if you guys want me to point out where the prostitutes are, I'll I'll, sh- I'll point them out to you," as we were driving up and down the strip and going to the d- various hotels. And I was just like, "What did she just say?" That's a Vegas thing. <laughs> she
2: but, she got less strict as
1: as as, as got, got older.
3: <laughs> so so she this did. She lo- loosened up a she little. She did the bell curve thing, like <laughs> is like strict, less strict, back to being strict again. Yes. Okay. Yes.
2: Just curious. <laughs> yes, we, we went from uh, Methodist to a really hardcore um, Uber Evangelical church. Okay. And then we went back to Methodist again. Oh. The, so there's the bell curve right okay, there. Okay, I got gotcha. you. And then, then with Methodist for a while, and then Fox News happened and the bell ah, curve came back down. I got gotcha. you.
3: Oh. It all makes sense now.
2: Yeah. So the same woman that stole, uh, stole Dungeons and Dragons from me later yeah. on because it was oh, yeah. too devil.
3: I never even got to buy it because, well, first of all, poor, but yeah. Second of all, uh, you're not allowed to play that with your friends, Jeffrey. Mom! I was
0: lucky. That was no problem. That's great. I, love I wonder that. how much of that, because you, you said, you know, it doesn't, you? you never know. It doesn't make sense. I wonder yeah. how much of that is like the community activity talking about, I, this is bad, this is bad. And so whatever, what what they hear. Yes,
3: that's exactly what it is. I know with my mom, it was because of what people were saying to her at church and Mm -hmm. in the other community things that she did. Because my mom was very community active when I was younger. Um, I know that she did not have a problem with me playing it initially when I started playing it uh, at my friend Spencer's house. Because he, you know, helped me roll my first character and, you know, come up with all that stuff. And, I mean, I didn't really get super deep into it because it was very complex. Oof, the early when editions, I, yeah. Jesus. Because this this would have been like, I don't know, 83, 84, mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, so long story short, she didn't have a problem me playing it when I first started. About a month-ish, in, maybe month and a half in, she says you're playing that Dungeons and Dragons game right They said yeah Spencer helped me create a character blah 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 she's like you're not allowed to play that anymore I'm like but why she's like oh because it's a gateway to evil and you know Satan is is lurking right around the corner and like back then I didn't even question and, and know, I, if, if I, mom said something that was it it was just done
2: and I was super conscious conscious of the mom eyes yeah when it came to d DD I knew what would not fly so when I ended up picking up the book D uh, uh, was, uh, something in Demigods, deities and demigods, deities and demigods. Uh, I'm like, this is a risky book to own because, because mm-hmm. it ha- it's 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 weird. It's basically a monster manual of mythological gods, but it does have a subsection of demons. And they look, and under your mattress, it's
1: not It's not, it's not uh, Hustler and all that. It's fucking that
3: yeah. book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I swear to God, I didn't have
2: porn. Yeah. I had goddamn Dungeons and Dragons and manuals.
3: Yeah. You know, it's funny. I think my mom would have reacted better to porn than Dungeons and Dragons, to be honest, now that I think back about it. <laughs> so Man, My
2: parents didn't care at all. I knew they wouldn't care about the stuff about the happy hunting grounds and the Indian gods and so on and the Greek Zeus and so on. But the stats for Mephistopheles
0: yes. and Asmodeus.
2: Yeah, yes, and the, and the greater Nephnofnu or whatever it is. So Melnephshee. So I ended up tearing those pages out. Nice. And throwing them away. Oh. Wow. So because I knew if she got the gander to flip through that book,
3: that would she, be been it for all of it. And she used to clean your room too, right? Like she used to go through your stuff, if I she, seem to recall. And she
2: would go through my stuff occasionally.
3: Yeah. Okay. I my, thought I remembered you telling me that at my one My friend
0: point. Mike, it was so fucking hilarious. You know ha- Harry Potter's uh <clears throat> room under the stairs at the Dursleys. He uh he did uh his parents made him do some kind of repair work on the basement and he was working right underneath the uh the stairs and he actually he actually very finely cut out a couple planks of the floor sub flooring and he discovered that there's this whole little teeny teeny tiny room underneath the stairs going up to the second floor and he turned that into the porn room <laughs> he, had a, he, he ran a, he actually ran up an extension cord he had a little clip light and he he like hey yeah come on you know his mother went out or oh something goodness. He said, like, let's, sh- let's sh- watch this and we go up in there, and it was just the walls were just pasted with centerfolds and uh, tons of <laughs> magazines, and it was so fucking hilarious because his mom still lives in that house. And please uh, uh, so tell me there was a pipe leak or something. No, that no, was, no, yeah. no, what the hell is this? no. Actually, it was like, <laughs> oh, dude, remember the porn room under the stairs? And he gives me this look, and he goes, "I forgot about that." So there's this musty uh, um, old <laughs> collection of, um, of uh, pornographic horror underneath a, that staircase. And a
3: rotted out extension cord. that's <laughs> yeah,
0: just sitting there and wow. has been sitting there now for like, oh, God, 20, almost 30 years uh, since, since he forgot about it. And it's just so buy old houses, people. <laughs> buy old houses and search them and get, thoroughly. Find that vintage porn, vintage because you know yes. it was bought in the eighties.
2: Yeah, yep. So lots of
0: lots of hair. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, when women were women. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a generation gap right there. Uh, okay.
2: Yeah, we hit. We <laughs> geek like 20 minutes ago. Uh, we could geek.
0: All right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ewan McGregor will reprise his role as Jedi yeah! Master Obi-Wan Kenobi. Woo-hoo. Did they finally get the deal signed? Uh, well, in a currently unnamed live-action Star Wars series for Disney+. Plus. However, some outlets are hedging the odds a bit more, stating that uh, McGregor is simply in talks rather than fully locked in. So some are saying it's happened, and like ones that are really... Hesitant to do so, like Deadline Hollywood. Okay. so Because when I, think, I read
3: Hollywood Reporter, they said right, in, in negotiations. Yeah, and, with,
2: I, and I think Variety said that it was a done deal. So who knows what's true, so kind of a grain right. of salt with it, but it's looking good either way. Let's put it that way. Uh, such casting hints to some of Lucasfilm's plan for spinoff films could, it be, could have been turned into a TV series instead. Uh, Not too long ago, Kenobi was slated to get his own movie with Stephen Daldry, who directed The Crown. He's uh, slated to direct that one. Uh, Not many details are known about the project at this time, but it marks the third Star Wars show in development at Disney+, Plus, after The Mandalorian and the untitled Cassian Andor project. The Mandalorian will launch with the streaming platform on Tuesday, November 12th, while the premiere window for Andor... Uh, which brings back uh, Diego Luna, who played the titular role in Rogue One. It's a little more <laughs> uncertain. <laughs> titular. McGregor last played the part of Kenobi in 2005's Episode 3 and closed out the final prequel film by handing a baby Luke Skywalker off to Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru in their moisture farm. Uncle Owen! And, of course, in the original trilogy, Obi-Wan was portrayed by the late, great Alec. Alex Guinness. You know, I... Indeed I he was... Guinness. I hate to say it, no, but oh,
3: I don't. actually think that doing don't. it as a limited series format is better than yeah. trying to do it as a film.
0: Oh, I want, I, I, I'd, I th- I'd rather have a
3: series. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. I think Solo would have benefited as being a a limited run series. Good plan. Instead of being, I, and and don't get me wrong, I liked Solo. Sure. I think you could have explored more about the history of that character <sighs> with a limited run series, and. <sighs> I think there wouldn't be as, have been as much backlash against the film if it was that's actually spread a, out over eight episodes yeah. and more content. I think people would have been more accepting of it. Um, You're right. Cause they shoved sucks. a lot in that movie. They did shove a lot in that movie. And yeah, considering it was really only about a couple months period of his history.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's it's almost like the Indiana Jones right.
3: opening scene. It's like everything
0: about him happened in this time zone, in right? This period. It's just yeah, but uh, that's no, that's actually a good point. And it's, I mean, fuck out.
3: Well, and uh, and that could be a plan moving forward. You start doing the, you know, the quote unquote Star Wars story films mm-hmm. on Disney Plus, yeah, and then having the big budget. Continuation of the series on the screen in December every every. My, couple my of years. only
0: problem is my ears. Whenever I hear TV series, I still think ongoing series. Yeah, and and all of these, yeah. all of these are fucking limited. I of mean, course. when 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 I heard like, you know, uh, Vision and Wanda will get their own TV series, I was like, oh, yeah. oh, wait a minute, easy, limited. You know, series. I'm yeah. still happy. Sure, but but yeah, I always think of oh man, five or six years of Obi wan Kenobi.
3: But even so, even I so, I kind of like them because HBO's done a few of those where it's just like, oh, no, 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 that makes sense. You get a story, and instead of having it just be compressed into two hours, you it's, stretch it out over it's a ten-hour,
0: eight, ten-hour, twelve-hour
3: yeah. movie. Yeah, and that's
0: totally fine. That is totally fine. So I mean, and, I'm and fine Kenobi, it. Ewan, and I think Ian McDiarmid are are the reasons to watch the prequels. If, if you're going to watch anything. Yeah, I was going to say, I the, still
3: think Ewan McGregor is the best part of those those yes. uh, prequel trilogies. He, he, he did. He was wonderful. He and really General tried. The, the dialogue was not well written in those prequel trilogies, but he did try his damnedest to do stuff with that material. Classical actors yeah. can
0: take that clunky shit and totally make it
3: work. I mean, he didn't always succeed, don't get me wrong, but I think for the most part... He was the most real of all the characters, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, especially oh, in that oh. third, you know, in Todd, Revenge of that,
0: the Sith. What's his head shit going on? What yeah. are you
3: doing? What are you doing? He's he's like nodding
2: his oh, head I've back got and forth. Th- I've got the stroke playing in my head. <laughs> oh I see.
0: Oh I see.
3: But yeah, all I right. mean he really tried to show, you know, the pain and anguish of losing, you know, a brother in Anakin in mm-hmm. that third film. And that was like the only thing that really stands out to me in that whole film. Yeah. Where he's, well, you know, to be fair, he was the Chosen One. Yeah. You were the Chosen One! <laughs> he also has the high ground, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there's that, too. I, yeah,
0: <laughs> no, so. That's Don't very, try it, Adam. I exciting. have the high ground. <laughs> Is Mandalorian... Uh, Did you see the trailer for that? Or some I, I, of the teaser trailers? I actually trailers? haven't. I actually haven't. So Looks they're filming good. now, but it's not yeah. out now. No. Is it? Looks good. Will it be when Disney Plus does its thing? November uh-huh. 12th. Yeah. Day oh, of. Okay. All right. So when you get that, Jeff, are you going to have a party and we can come over and watch it?
1: Sure, why not? <laughs> he still have his house all packed up.
2: <laughs> uh, I won't mind. Yeah, now that need a screen. I don't care if I'm sitting on a box. Right. There you go. I got. I some will chairs also to bring.
1: purchase Disney Plus. I'm going to. Oh, oh, oh wow! But I will cancel Netflix. A concession. I'm do <laughs> party at Matt's house. <laughs> I'm going to do that. I'm going to I'm going to chop Netflix and just get Disney Plus as Chopflix. well as um Amazon Prime.
2: Hmm. I, I'll I wonder. With, how, I'll go
1: with the uh, Wayland Yutani. Um, <laughs>
2: I, I wonder how Netflix is going to play this. Are they going to release a whole bunch of really interesting shit right around that time? Or are they going to let them have their few months of lead and then put out a whole bunch of shit that's like, oh, yeah, we got this. So well, is it going to
3: be a a three way bidding war for in, in, uh, independent productions from now on? Like, is it just going to be you're forgetting Disney, Apple, Disney, Amazon, and Netflix? Like, <laughs> you're forgetting Apple. No, I'm not forgetting Uh-oh. Apple. <laughs> I, I'm sticking with the big three because Disney's got so so much tied up in streaming right now. I mean, granted, half oh, of it's forthcoming. Oh, oh
2: don't cut it, cut it out yet, because my next story might just address that. Oh, oh, okay. Dear.
0: Well, it's good for the creators, that's for sure.
3: Yeah, because projects that well, that was. It's funny because uh, the boys. I went back and watched some interviews on that, and they were just talking about the fact that the film never happened. Sony sat on it for a while. Seth Rogen was talking about. It. He's like they sat on it for a long time. He said about once a year, he and Evan Goldberg would say, "Hey." What are you doing with this property? We think it's a you know a property that could really do well in this current climate, and Sony would be like, "Ah, oh, we'll think about it and And he finally got them to to do it as the series, and then it got picked up by Amazon. So who knows? They're probably like, "God damn, you guys are right."
1: Holy yeah, shit. it's
3: it's done phenomenal. In fact the, at Comic-Con, they were halfway through shooting season two of the boys. So that's that's how well these things are doing. There, oh yeah, this, they're, season
2: two got greenlit immediately.
3: Yeah, but I mean, but I mean, they're rolling right into the production of the following seasons too. Sure, it's crazy. Well, when you're doing eight fucking episodes, it helps.
0: Yeah, man up and do some. But more. they're
3: also shooting for you know five six months to do those eight episodes versus like sometimes television or, or movies. Rather, you're only shooting for like three months. And, yeah. Some television programs they shoot three or four months, take a break, three or four more months, take a break, etc. Mm-hmm. So, and that's just to do like twenty-two episodes. So,
2: anyway, your next story, Todd. Yes, yes. <laughs> CBS and Viacom are merging after thirteen years as oh two separate God. companies. Yep, and like Disney's recent acquisition of Fox, it brings multiple characters from the same larger franchise back together. Head of the newly named CBS. Oh, sorry, Viacom CBS. Uh, Bob Backish told investors in a call that the corporate reunification of the two companies means that both Star Trek and Mission Impossible have the potential to be leveraged across all the company's platforms, 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 unquote. This is particularly big news for Star Trek, which hasn't been under one roof since Enterprise concluded back in 2005. The year after that, CBS and Viacom were split into two different companies, which meant that Star Trek Discovery couldn't use characters that appeared in J.J. Abrams' big-screen Trek outings due to licensing barriers. Although some of those limitations started to give way once the fourth Trek film was shelved, which allowed Mr. Spock to become one of the characters in Discovery. Similarly, it was announced that Star Trek Picard will bring a number of next-generation characters back into the fold, and it seems that this could just be the beginning. While none of the other properties under the new Viacom CBS banner was quite as fractured as Star Trek, this new deal means the company has control over a number of franchises, including Mission Impossible, Transformers, and Kung Fu Panda. Not only do these franchises bring in billion dollar box office halls, but they could add some value to CBS All Access.
3: Yeah, that's very possible. It, it, the sad thing is, I was reading. Uh, in Forbes about that and they were talking about how even with CBS and Viacom re-emerging, they're still like half the size of the next largest conglomerate above them. I think they're like number four oh, yeah. as far as like the big media empires right now. We're, f-
2: we're 15 years out from Shadowrun, people. Yeah. Be prepared for ears and big pig noses. Yep.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and nobody can match Disney right now. It's no. just way too big. <laughs> nobody. I will I will put Amazon up against them. Against Disney? Yeah. Right now? Yes. Uh, later.
1: No, right now. Yeah, Considering it, it, Amazon is going to be the first, what is it, trillion dollar company? This is true. Yes. But as far see. as
2: an entertainment company, because mostly they are a online retail company. That's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, they don't
3: make a whole lot uh. from the, the streaming portion. It's just kind of a quote bonus to having a Prime membership. In fact, uh, they were just talking about um, on one of the news programs I so was Beazle's watching the other day. So, a side piece. Huh? Well, no, no. They were just talking about the fact that there are a lot of Prime subscribers that don't use the video portion of their membership at all. Oh, They sure. don't watch it. I didn't for, for a while.
2: Yeah. For a while, there was no point.
3: Yeah. is this the same <laughs> shit you had on Netflix or, or Hulu. So, yeah. It made total sense to ignore it. But now, with original content, you know,
2: it's it's harder to ignore. Yeah, and what they have—Wheel of Time, they have The Hobbit, mm-hmm. Carnival Row, Carnival Row, which I'm hearing yeah. good things. Haven't seen it yet. But the Hobbit? You mean that's what I said? Silmarillion? Well, Lord of the
0: Rings, just in general. Yeah. Well, it's funny because actually the there are certain restrictions on what they what they can and can't use. Uh, that so. uh,
2: that Tolkien uh, family is mm-hmm. when they put the hammer down.
0: Yeah, really. Yeah, well, they're probably trying to keep options open for other movies. Although they're they're looking for a Jackson cool down
2: after the extravagance of The Hobbit. Sure. So, but uh, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Extra. There's some indulgence for you.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me stretch one book into three movies. Oh, it's
2: season. so funny
3: <laughs> when
0: uh, fucking. Uh, Billy Connolly showed up as uh, essentially. Good morning, uh, <laughs> yeah. Gore Tex from uh, the Warhammer novels. <laughs> I mean, yeah. a dwarf with fucking red mohawk. Yeah, you know, and then war goats and war pigs. It was really funny because some blogger said, "I don't understand why you people are hating these movies. These movies are more Warhammer than Warhammer." <laughs> Yeah, you know, <laughs> you've got fucking war goats, people. The hell are you bitching about? Which was funny. You know, yeah, it's true.
2: Now, now I do want to see the third part then.
0: <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't seen it? No, I saw the
2: oh first two. Oh Just dude, for that battle alone. Yeah. yeah. And it is. It's I,
0: fucking, it's just ridiculous. And it. it's, you know, war pigs and war goats and
3: giant fucking
0: sandworms. Yeah. They
3: were essentially sandworms, weren't yeah. they? Yes. You know? Oh. I'll go you one better, Matt. I never made it through the first Hobbit film. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, but... I got about halfway through and I was just like, I yeah. am not interested. But that's you, Jeff. No. And just, and just that, We're talking uh, about people who enjoy movies. And just that opening line. Oh, And just really? that opening line. Really? And the army comes on the field. Am I the new Paul now? Am I in the Paul chair? I hate everything? Is that what you're trying to say? Yes, so, you, yeah. Paul, and Vernon. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. I still love that fucking line. Uh, i know he just no oh. who, who who who? i think it was matt who uh spalding who said on shock monkey slayer when he was talking about vernon's appearance and he's like jesus vernon hated so much stuff jake i thought you were the guest <laughs> 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 yeah but uh, uh yeah the uh that line is hilarious it just
1: comes over the top of the hill and just delivers it i remember bursting out laughing in the theater <laughs> I'm not going to say the line. <laughs> what are you even talking about? <laughs> people know what
0: I, the right people know. Connolly's appearance is, oh, his, okay. is his showing. He was great. He's a great character. Dane of the Iron Hills, in other words, n- nobody who's in the Hobbit. <laughs> yes. Right. But what a what a fucking fun character. It, yeah. Yeah. The you got
2: greatest adventures. Oh. lies Ahead. <laughs> well,
0: then, then
3: yeah. And, of course, uh, um, it could also be, though. I was never a big fan of the Hobbit book. I, yeah. I loved the Lord our... of the Rings books. I mm-hmm. just well, the I Hobbit could never was, get into it. It was distinctly
0: different. Yes, very. Was, yeah, as it, And I still remember the, the really weird disconnect when Rankin-Bass filled, finished out the Backshe movie with Return of the King, and they yeah. did it in the Hobbit style. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, the whole thing, you know but uh it felt so weird. It was, it the was whole bizarre. series felt bizarre. weird where there's a whip there, there's yeah. a point. and uh, there's a there's this uh like a little independent group that does a wonderful rock co- rock cover of that. Oh, fun. Yeah. So uh but yeah, it's yeah, you know, anyway. So and it's really yeah. funny cuz people you you tend to fall into this trap of thinking that uh Tolkien is dry. And it's like Silmarillion, it's like, it's, it's divine beings fighting on the earth. Continents are destroyed, you know, in, in this, in these battles, in, in the, the, all of that, that's going on. Um, Rifts being carved in the earth by blows from um, Morgoth's mace and elves and dragons fighting. The Ankalong, the black, uh, the great dragon is like. 10 times the size of Smaug is just you know so he's the size of mountains wow. and, it's, and it's just you you had no concept of the scale it's just so funny and of course Silmarillion was not an actual novel it's just pieced it's a together of stuff a collection of notes and fragments and stuff like that so but it's yeah it's it's actually very hardcore and, and really epic barely really
2: epic anywho be some Earth (laughs) slapping. Slap that earth. (laughs) Netflix announced during a panel at PowerCon, that's the annual Masters of the Universe convention, yep this last weekend that Netflix will be making an original anime series entitled Masters of the Universe Revelation. You hear
3: that? I hear screaming coming from somewhere in this city and Kevin Smith
2: will be showrunner yeah yep, saw that
0: can you fucking believe it that,
2: that's a huge surprise not something I would have pegged as uh, no I, mean, I get it he likes a lot of pop culture yeah. stuff never heard him mention Masters all that much no uh, during the panel Kevin pitched that he would pick up where the original series ended if he were in charge and then a Netflix executive arrived to announce that is precisely what is happening After debuting the first artwork for the series, which shows the front of Castle Grayskull, Smith brought the series' writers to the stage. They include Eric Carrasco, Tim Sheridan, Daya Mishra, and Smith's Fat Man Beyond uh, co-host, Mark Barn... Bernardin. Bernardin, thank you. It was also announced that Mattel TV will produce the series, while Powerhouse Animation, that's the team behind the Castlevania series, will be in charge of the animation. The show will revolve around uh, Tila, who must attempt to find the missing sword of power and unlock the hidden secrets of Castle Grayskull. This will lead up to, according to Smith, what may be the final battle between He-Man and Skeletor. There's no word on whether this will be in the same universe as the current She-Ra series, nor is there a release date. I didn't see the artwork. I'll have to look
3: again. But I know that <laughs> some of the comments I saw were just fans going, Oh, they're going to make it anime style now. God, uh, uh. I'm like, It's well, not even out yet. I thought Castlevania was pretty good. I thought so too. But like I said, you know,
2: it's really
0: funny. A, a geeky thing I did do I watched um, What is Anime? A little short documentary on anime on Netflix. Oh, and it was hilarious because it was actually a shill for a Netflix anime, but <laughs> uh. it was it was still interesting because uh, Netflix has picked up some <clears throat> powerhouse creators, and so it did go into their history a bit and talked about those guys. So, so in that regard, how long does it run? It's a it's a fifty nine minute okay short doc, and but uh, it talks about a lot of the stuff, including including uh, Castlevania. So.
2: Certainly one of theirs. Mm-hmm. Uh, this next story is from IO9. And I kind of just really dug the story, what? so I'm just going to. Uh... Been a while. Right?
3: Oh, uh, yeah. Since they merged with Gizmodo, it's kind of hard where they find the stories.
2: Is there anything worse than buying something only to. Oh, It's not the story I thought it was. But... <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> This is a Nintendo Switch one? It's yeah. Here. Okay. Yeah.
2: I figured those of you who got the Switch recently might want to know this. Uh, so I'll start again with their words. Is there anything worse than buying something only to see the company release a new and improved version a, a few weeks later? Nintendo feels your pain. And if you purchased a Switch, the original version, after July 17th, the company will let you swap it for the newer version as long as you pay for return shipping. The unofficial offer was discovered by a Redditor user who reached out to Nintendo in hopes of swapping the Switch they bought on launch day with the recently updated version, not the smaller Switch Lite. And that includes better battery life and an improved processor and minor screen improvements. The Nintendo Rep told them that unfortunately it only applies to Switch owners who purchased the console after July 17th this year, and that while Nintendo will pay to ship the replacement, Customers need to cover the cost of shipping the old units back. One YouTuber even uploaded a recording of their call with Nintendo rep, who has heard confirming the ability to upgrade the freshly purchased Switch. Other Reddit users have shared stories with similar success when reaching out to Nintendo support in both USA and Canada, although many have been told they must include proof of purchase and that older units will simply be returned if criteria isn't properly met. Nintendo also told customers that any save game data will be permanently lost for those doing the exchange. Nintendo of America provided io9 with the following statement regarding Switch exchanges. Quote, we do not have a Nintendo Switch exchange program. We always want players to enjoy the Nintendo Switch systems, and if anything ever gets in the way of that, we encourage them to visit our website for support or to contact our customer support team, unquote. So while it's not an official program, it sounds like Nintendo is taking the squeaky wheel gets the grease approach and doing the swaps for whoever reaches out to the company's support channels. So if that is you, uh, reach out. Reach out and touch someone. That's right. Truth Seekers, a horror comedy mashup series about a pair of paranormal investigators played by Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. The duo best known for Shaun of the Dead and A World's End has found a home at Amazon. Traveling across the UK, Gus, Frost, and his partner monitor haunted churches, underground bunkers, and abandoned hospitals in the hopes of capturing some otherworldly activity. Their fun Ghostbuster-type adventures take a turn for the worse, however, when the duo uncover a conspiracy that may just lead to the end of humanity as we know it. Peg plays Dave, although not much is known about the character at this time. Uh, premiere date for Truth Seekers has yet to be set. This is one we greenlit a nice. while back, so Amazon has picked it up.
3: Well, yeah, anything with Nick Frost and Simon Pegg, I'm for,
2: because goddamn those guys are brilliant together. Uh, the Aston Martin scene in the 1965 James Bond film Thunderball just raked in $6.4 million at auction In Monterey, California. Is that the one your dad tried to buy? Uh, I don't think so. Not this particular one anyway. Okay. It was one of them. Okay. Yeah, my dad actually uh, considered buying a James Bond screen-used car, uh, but it was one from Thunderbolt. It only had one of the functioning Okay. Uh, I just remember he dropped
3: that in a story one time, and I was just so fascinated with that. Yeah, he was yeah. talking about how he loved to go to auctions. And, yeah. yeah uh, so I was just he like, looked you did it. what now? <laughs> yeah, it,
2: it, was, it was one of the ones that was smokescreen capable in the back. So nice. you could actually use it. Uh, but this one, uh, the vehicle, classic DB5 model, was not used in the movie. It was used to promote it. <clears> Additionally, <throat> it is street legal and comes complete. With the working queue's improvements, including the nail spreaders, the tile, tire slashers, smoke screen, and rotating license plate. The whole shebang. Wow. $6.4 million is the highest amount ever paid for a 007 car. How the
1: hell is that real legal with all those, like...
2: Oh, I'm sure if you used them, it wouldn't... Uh, but. Like,
1: like toll road? Uh, <laughs> toll camera,
0: you know? No. Yeah. The, the license plate flipped. Oh, I Get off of the
1: my fucking flaps. ass, you son of a bitch. I, there goes the cow traps out the back. <laughs> this guy f- flies off the road killing his family.
2: That'll teach you. Well, I imagine using them is probably not recommended. Someone's going to use them. <laughs> Whoever buys it's going to use them. Come on. I paid $6.4 million. I'm uh, killing people. Matt, <laughs>
0: Matt, cars don't kill people. People kill people. Oh, yeah.
2: oh yes, yes. Directed by yeah. Terrence Young, Thunderball finds Sean Connery Bond racing against the clock to find stolen nuclear missiles with Spectres using to hold the world ransom. Wait, I thought that was Never Say Never Again. No. Oh, <laughs> oh, there it is. Uh, deep cut, deep cut. Directed by Irvin Kershner, the guy that directed Empire Strike Back. Yep. Never Say Never Again. Yep. <laughs> um. It's not in my bond set. I need to. I need to fix that. I need to.
3: No, you really don't. It doesn't <laughs> hold up, It doesn't hold up well. Oh I my. saw it recently, and I was like, "Wow, I don't remember it being this dry."
2: Uh, j- just for that scene when um, the villain kisses the girl, and then there's that. Sp- a bit the wad line. Spit
0: <laughs> I <laughs> was just <laughs> thinking that. Oh shit! I was just thinking it.
2: Klaus Maria Band, Band,
0: uh, Brandauer and Kim Bassinger. Yeah, you know? Kim yep. Bassinger. And of, and yeah. bass singer Bassinger. Sure. And uh, uh, okay. he just lays it on her and then pulls away in that. Yep. And I was just like, <laughs> as a kid, I was like, ah, <laughs> why is that so <laughs> appealing? Kissing's gross. Well, well, no, it was, it was. Because I was looking at it from a, an actor's point of view, not a character, and it was just like, uh, "Wow, I, I, I wonder if she
2: liked that." It does make the kiss a hell of a lot grosser. It's a gross kiss anyway. Yeah, because
0: right. it, it's an adversarial one. Yes. It is not. It is not passion and love. It's it's after he's like trying to be Fuck dominant. Fuck you, and you're out of here. Kiss,
2: <laughs> spit yeah. bridge. Yes,
3: yeah, spit bridge. I've never heard
2: that term. I love it. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh, There's your title right there. Oh, no. We have
2: titles. (laughs) Okay. We have titles. Ladies and gentlemen, we have achieved titles. The mysterious Chris pratt headline sci-fi movie going under the working title of Ghost Draft has just drafted Academy Award winner J.K. Simmons, the guy from Whiplash, Law & Order, Hulu's Veronica Mars, Oz. J. Jonah Jameson. That guy, too. He will be playing Pratt's father. Uh, Glow star Betty Gilpin from The Hunt also will also reportedly in talks to join the cast. Details on ghost drafts have been kind of non-existent since the movie was revealed back in February. All we know is that the story will unfold, quote, in a future where humanity is losing a war against aliens, forcing mankind to draft former soldiers to bolster its ranks. Ghost draft, if you will going to be directed by Chris McKay, who directed the Lego Batman movie, scripted by Zach Dean, did a Deadfall and Voyagers, and Ozark creator Bill DuBois. Uh, Ghost Draft is set to start filming next month, so it's moving and grooving. Hmm. I kind of like that.
3: Elem of it, elements of it sound like uh, Universal Soldier, like maybe they resurrect these dead soldiers to fight these aliens. Perhaps. Perhaps.
0: Wow. just Just tie it all together, why don't you?
3: I do that sometimes. Mm. Haven't you noticed? Yeah, well. usually Not, not bad Andy, for a movie hater. Andy, uh, <laughs> yeah. Andy
0: usually overshadows you. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Sometimes his tangents were just like...
3: Yeah. That it's, sounds It's like, hard to talk at all when Andy is going on because sure. you just can't well, get a word in it No, no, no. We no, don't have to worry about <laughs> it
2: anymore. He's not part of the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. That's, that's right, true. That's right. Oh, yeah. well.
0: No, I'm talking about when he did the... Uh, when you would mention the plot of something and he, mm-hmm. he would dismiss it because you... Kind of sounds like Back to the Future. And it's like, but it's a time-traveling movie. Yeah. It's going to fucking... Of course it's going to... Oh, Jesus
3: Christ. That's one of my There's favorite There's a lead scenes. role in this movie, of
0: course. Yeah, right? You know, I, I don't know. It's got a lead actor and an actress. They fall in love. <laughs> that, that,
3: that actually brings, it reminds me of how much I love that scene in Avengers Endgame where they're talking about time oh, travel. Okay. <laughs> and, and and they they Ant-Man just and War Machine are just like run, throw it it's like what, how? What, what makes you think that? It's like every time travel movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> that was great.
2: That was great. An upcoming Pacific Rim ride. <laughs> <laughs> you looked up too. You knew exactly what we were going to do. You, you oh, hear the screaming yeah. right now don't you? Because I do. We'll let guests feel what it's like in the driver's you seat of a Jaeger. Pacific Rim. <laughs>
1: in a Jaeger, huh?
2: Uh-huh.
1: Talk about a Pacific Rim. No, it's job. gotta have it's gotta have the Pacific Rim theme music while you're riding oh, it's this. Got <laughs> yeah, Come
2: on. Legendary Pictures and in Indonesia Trans Studio Sibber. Park. Yeah, that one.
1: Everyone knows it.
2: Kind of like the Adams Family theme when you think about it. The theme park will uh, have teamed up to create Pacific Rim Shatterdome Strike, an immersive 20 minute amusement park ride based on Pacific Rim and its sequel, Pacific Rim Uprising. The ride takes place across four distinct sections during its runtime, putting the virtual Jaeger pilots face to face with three new kaiju enemies. Attendees will take control of the Jaeger through the combination of 3D film sequences, practical effects, and an all-new ride vehicle. Where's this? This is at Trans Studio Sibberber Theme Park. Uh, Legacy Entertainment has been hired to do design, produce, and direct proportions of the ride and is already promising to be an experience like no other. So Indonesia? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Indonesia. Go to, yep. So yep. I it, ain't going there. <laughs> well,
0: right. you know, you just fold it into your Hong Kong trip. Oh wait. Oh. <laughs> okay.
3: There's a there's a fan base out there for it, so why not? Sure. sure. More power to them. See, it's apparently yeah. You know, always just, look on the bright side Jeff, of Jeff. Jeff, just save that SJW
0: nonsense and you know get angry.
3: Well, I was gonna say uh, what I did recently learn is that uh, Pacific Rim was like co-financed by some Chinese companies. So, oh yeah, um, it got shown in uh, parts of Chinese ruled, like Hong Kong. And China oh yeah, and so it's one forth. of the ones that they and and did, just did, did Chinese really rule. well. Gangbusters! Why? Did it's why really well. It's
2: why a second one happened at all.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It's got a much larger international fan base than it does here in the U.S. Well, it's so. a smart. So that makes sense know. that they would make a right out of yeah, it, it, it. It's a smart and not uh, move. put it here in the U.S.
2: Now let's wait to see what the ever. end of that sentence was. Okay, oh, because, the end of the sentence because I was, was going to say it's a smart move or a smart movie, and I one's just not going to work. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> smart move. It, f- it, actually, it actually to put it where the fan
3: base is going to have I, like, easy access to it. A yeah. Jaeger. Um. Bomb. You got some Jaeger in the freezer? Uh, a I'm Jaeger.
0: Ride makes perfect sense actually. You you I mean, you know, with our experience with uh, motion simulator rides, we, you know, you can just imagine the extra dimension you can put into that. Sure. It'd be it'd be
3: awesome. Yes. The modern ride technology is incredible. I oh, yeah. am. And, to-
0: and you're in a fucking Mech exoskeleton and you're yeah.
3: suspended and you're. You just I wonder if they'll go that far where they make you run. <laughs> just just like the cockpit of the yeah. <laughs> Todd's like, with my luck, I'll get there and they'll make me want to run. <laughs> Compression socks don't fail me now. <laughs>
1: Jager four, get in position. Or sorry, no, Fat Torgo, get in position. <laughs> um, <Torgo. laughs> get a gypsy Tango, gypsy Fat Torgo,
0: Crimson gchan- Typhoon, tig- Fat torgo. torgo. What are you doing back there?
3: Run. You mean Clubfoot Torgo? <laughs>
0: clubfoot. Clubfoot foot <Clubfoot>, Torgo,
3: yeah. <laughs> That's what I was referring clubfoot, to. Torgo, I do know where Clubfoot going Torgo. <laughs> this is breadsticks. This is
0: breadsticks <laughs> <laughs> coming. Breadsticks, Toronto. <laughs>
3: Toronto. <laughs> the new movie, Club Stick Clubfoot and Breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> Club Sticks.
2: Where's Jeff? He's still parking. <laughs> <laughs> the parking this is, is not ample.
1: You're like, hmm, can't yeah. fit there. <laughs> and Where's
2: where? Fact
0: check. Come in. Fact.
4: And,
2: know, I, I'm I'm it. No, no, no! Did you hear
4: God damn
0: it, Andy!
2: Is no. your left leg really city really? really? bus? Really? Seriously? No, this
0: müsste. is what it would be. His
3: stuck in an oil tanker? And then, of course, he stumbles and all the armaments fall out, but take out the kaiju anyway. he's like. What's going on, guys? <laughs>
2: like, really, Andy? <laughs> really? And the rest of us, like, mm. well, that's done. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. Back we go. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, Professor.
0: <laughs> what, the, what would the professor's Jaeger God be God like?
1: damn! Yeah, we need to make this yeah. movie. <laughs> <laughs> God
0: well, just right. think of, just think of Larg's
3: Jaeger, man, lady hair. Well, yeah, well, frankly, whips that around. <laughs>
2: Frankly, we kind (laughs) of did, because that's what The Couchman was kind of about.
3: (laughs) (laughs) This is true.
0: But in Jaeger
1: form, damn it.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh. I just want to see Andy's Jaeger, send
3: his foot in like a school bus or something. (laughs) (laughs) No, he (laughs) gets it stuck in like a freighter boat. (laughs) (laughs) he (laughs) just...
2: (laughs) Okay,
3: <laughs> destroying everything in its
2: Uh-oh. path. uh Oh, so no, no. I'm saying this is the this is the story we're going to end with because this is the one I like the best. All oh, oh, right, this okay. is the one I thought I was going to say earlier, and I didn't. Uh, Martin Cassis, he owns Apotheosis Comics and Lounge in St. Louis, Missouri. Also, an avid comic book collector, he's collected some 3,000 comics over 30 years. A week ago, every single one of them was stolen. What? cassis kept his personal see if this sounds familiar jeff cassis kept his personal <laughs> collection of comics in a local storage unit yeah thieves clipped badlocks, stole all 10 boxes containing his collection for cassis collecting comics was never about amassing a collection he could sell he collected for sentimental reasons he has comics from the day his daughter was born and the, the day he was married all of them gone Cassis reported the burglary to the police, who informed him there had been a string of storage unit break-ins recently. Cassis opened Apotheosis Comics and Lounge about a year ago, the new shops always looking for back issues. When a woman called the Apotheosis to tell them she had some comics she'd like to sell, they were welcomed with open arms. A meeting was arranged, the woman walking in carrying a large white box of Captain America comics. She left her name and number with the staff... Cassis didn't have to see the books to know they were his stolen comics he could tell by the handwriting on the side of the box which read cap quote we always do valuations of whoever brings in a complete collection and ask for a name and a number and call them back so I knew we'd get some info back and the complete dumb luck one in a million chance the thieves brought the comics to my shop When I saw the notes on the side of the box, which issues were in the box, in my handwriting, I got overly optimistic. But when I pulled out a copy of Captain America Truth, red, white, and black, with a line from a red marker that some stupid maniac at another comic shop marked the book to toss it in the quarter bin, I knew this box was mine, unquote. Cassis called the police. Then he called the woman who left her name and number along with a box of the stolen goods. He arranged a meeting at the request of the local law enforcement. At 10 a.m. the next day, Cassis and the woman were set to meet. Over the phone, the woman said she and her boyfriend had recently come into quite a few comics. Next morning, police from the burglary unit arrived at Apotheosis. They set up inside the store. One hid upstairs, another in the basement. A third officer waited outside. In a flower truck, right? Perhaps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. When the woman entered his shop... She approached the sales desk and asked Cassis about what kind of deal he could give her for all these comic books she had. Those were the magic words. The police emerged from their hiding spots. The two officers placed the woman in custody, while the third officer was with her boyfriend, who was parked in the car outside of the store. Uh, While in custody, the thieves told the police where the stolen comics were located. A few hours later, Cassis reunited with his entire collection. Gases has kept a sense of humor about the entire thing and has some advice for novice collectors out there. Quote, Collect out of love. Get a comic, read it, roll it up, put it in your pocket, and give it to someone else so they can enjoy it. Shops are community places where we all get together and talk about comics and why we love them. Unquote.
0: Nice. That's a, that's a great strategy. Some shit of yours gets stolen? Put an ad in Craigslist. I'm a collector, blah blah blah, and I'm looking for la la la. If you happen to have any, please let me know.
2: Sure. I I, I understanding this uh, couple were selling on the the Facebook equivalent of Craigslist. That they oh had, yeah, uh, that, that uh, yeah. So so they had a Weird whole thing. bunch of items out there, not just the not they didn't all put the, these comics the, in there, but yeah. other things they obviously the storage units from other units. Yeah. So. That
0: is just great. Wouldn't it have been awesome if he had like had you know Cap from Apotheosis Comics like written on the box and they come right? Over and
3: it. <laughs> that's amazing. We brought it here because your name is on the side of the box.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: oh,
0: that's weird,
3: Mark. And your name is Mark. <laughs>
1: whatever. <Yes. laughs> hmm. Oh, whatever. What kind of deal can I get?
2: Fifteen to twenty. Oh. <laughs> What's your apotheosis? Write to us. Comics. Wait, that's not it. <laughs> comics. <laughs> <laughs> Comments at UglyCowShow.com. And again, if you didn't, for some reason, were able to download 500 from your podcast aggregator, uh, go to GeekShock500.com and you can find it there. And until next week, I am Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Maple Leaf Matt. And we'll talk to you next week in Geek. Did Did we do our intro? Yes, yeah. Yeah. we did. Yeah, because yeah. you were Florida
0: K. Oh, I was Florida K. Yeah.
2: Oh, I was
0: looking through my phone for the great thing that Florida did, which I actually found. It was it recently showed up on uh, Netflix, "All the President's Men." Ah, oh, and I yes. I, I was I was gonna watch it because I'm like, uh, this is incredibly relevant. Right, and uh, you know what? It's like kids nowadays; they really should watch this for historical. Pre- perspective and then i'm watching it and i'm like oh my god those they'd be so fucking confused (laughs) they're they're in a newsroom so right there you're gonna get fucking confused there's a scene where robert redford is looking for a guy he got a name and he's trying to figure out you know try to get the guy's number the newsroom actually has a phone booth office i'm sorry phone book office he's going through phone books Yep. trying to find this guy and he finds out, oh, Minnesota. And then he grabs a Minnesota book and I'm like, right there, there's so many kids who are just gonna have no fucking clue what the hell's going <laughs> on. Rotary phones right. alone, all that shit. It was just so fun. I'm just sitting there watching and I'm like, they're gonna be so confused as to why nobody is going on Google and nobody is using their cell phones. They're not gonna catch the important story <laughs> overall. Of uh, uncovering what the Nixon administration and it,
2: look how crazy it was in the past.
0: Yeah, it's also interesting knowing who Deep Throat actually was. Watching the movie from that perspective. Yeah, kids, Google
2: Deep Throat, see what you get. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Pray
1: that it's uh, uh, the character from the first season of X Files. Just pray. <laughs>
2: it's not gonna pray. be. No,
1: it's not. Or no, just it's ju- not.
0: you know what? No, just ask your parents. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Instead, just Google Deep Throat too.
1: go, Mom! (laughs) Mom, what's Deep Throat? (laughs) Just say that.
2: Ask her how it's done.